Hello, hello, all you movers and shakers and indie art makers. This is Jay Michaels in the Passion Pit. Now, join me as we enter Merry Weekend. Friday evening, the opulent Triad Theater features Broadway songstress Mary Setrakian, who shares her travels around the world, singing and sharing her glorious gift of song, and even a few joyous tales from her Armenian roots. Saturday evening, we hear another biographical tale set to music, but here, Mary Elizabeth Mikari tells us how she found her spirituality and herself. Since this happened in the 90s, she tells her engrossing tale and cleverly orchestrated tunes from the 1990s. From Lorena McKennett to Sting and Elton John. This broadcast is part one, Mary Setrakian, which we will hear right after this. You'd like to attend more live performances, but who knows which shows are worth the time, money, and hassle. At Oplod, you'll find unbiased two or three minute video reviews that make the decision easy. Use offer code J, that's J-A-Y, by December 31st, 2019, for six months free unlimited access, a $59 value. Sign up now at Oplod.com. That's O-P-P-L-A-U-D.com. Hello. Mary Satrakian. Hey, Jay Michaels. How are you? This is Jay Michaels. I am just fine. And if I'm on the line, you're on the air. Yay. Good to hear from you. <laughs> good to finally hear from you. We have been we've been email buddies uh, for know, a while. I know. It's so good. Yep. Um, it's, I, I was going over your material, and I was absolutely thrilled. I was very impressed with everything I saw. Tell our, tell our listeners all about Mary Satrakian, from Broadway to... to uh, to to her homeland, to now all the way to the triad. <laughs> oh my gosh! Well, you know, I'm a Broadway singer. I made my Broadway debut in Hello Dolly, starring the original Dolly, Carol Channing. Wow. I did all sorts of Broadway um, tours, including Les Mis and, and Phantom of the Opera, and I played Eva Peron in Duisburg, Germany, and so I did all that. And then my career kind of switched over to doing, you know, master voice teaching. I'm the blessed vocal coach of, I prepared Nicole Kidman for Moulin Rouge for her audition and um, been a part of many movies, John DeToro's Romance and Cigarettes. So I got to teach the great late James Gandolfini and Winslet. And so I've been, you know, I've had kind of this really cool adventure, not what I expected. And now I go to Italy. I, um, I teach in Italy and perform there as well. So it's just been great. And so what's happened with the show that I'm doing on Friday is I've kind of connected all of the dots and and go on a journey from Broadway through some of the international places I've been, including Italy, my Armenian roots, you know, with my, my dad and grandmother's stories. Um, and then also Australia. I just came back from a three-month tour in Australia with my singing master classes and my debut concert at the Sydney Opera House. Oh, <laughs> my gosh. <laughs> That's everything in a nutshell, but I'm just feeling very, very grateful for all this. And so, it's, it's real fun. So your cabaret act at the Triad is, is like your autobiography set to music here. <laughs> in a way, it really is. And a little surprise I can tell you, too, is the musicians on stage with me um, we toured in Les Miserables for several years <laughs> together, and so it's really bringing it home for me, you know, and the triad has been kind of my home away from home for, for a couple decades now, so I'm, I'm just, it's just, it's just really, really fun, yeah. 
really cool. It's it uh, it amazes me because you have this this uh, I, I, I'm speaking like a fanboy now because you 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 have this this bright and happy thing. It's just oh well after I've toured Italy and then when I played Ava Perone and then when I discovered a cure for for split ends and then I, I, it's all, wow I know. wowie wow. Well, it's just, you know, I, I always say to, to the, 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 the guys that are, you know, going for Broadway and working so hard, it, it really is to stay in that process and see where, where things go. I never would have chosen to be a voice teacher, you know, or a vocal coach, but it's turned out it's something I absolutely love, and, and, and I, I guess I'm meant to be doing that. And then in conjunction with performing and all the rest, you just you just kind of go with flow and keep in the process, you know. So I, I think that's I'm just a living example of that. So it's, if you just kind of accept what's happening, it's so fun. So you just you just saved me the leading because my next question because with, with such a an amazing resume I was I was going to say what propels you what makes you get up and say okay I'm going to try this I'm going to do this I'm going to do this what's 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 the gasoline that that runs your engine Wow that's really a great question you know I think one thing I've really made New York City my home base and I think waking up in New York City and Manhattan every day you're just in the energy already so that's the first thing when I kind of decided after I had a I had a great education you know I I studied classically and have a master's and all that and then when I moved to New York it just said okay now I have this dream so I went after my dream and being in New York City just gives you that energy and so that was the first thing that probably happened many years ago but I think you have to have the gene of perseverance and (laughs) so you just got to go you know this is what I love and I think I just love singing and I love the craft of connecting acting with singing that's actually the method that I that I teach I've put together a method of connecting emotions with the voice so it like becomes this way of life it's not just your art but you actually live your life that way that you have to be connected to the deep pain and the joy and everything that comes with it and then we lucky actors and singers get to connect that to our work so that's what really makes me joyous is because it, I, I get to think of it as this is my way of life this is how I live and I, I teach it and I live it and and on Friday I get to explore it on a stage with an audience oh that's great oh that's great mm-hmm. um so mm-hmm. you so it seems to me because of this this the zest of the life you have you greet everything whether you're teaching someone whether you're you're uh, you're performing here you're performing around the world whatever it seems everything has that same zest for life it really do, does. It it's becomes a way, like at, for, on Friday night, I greet my my audience at the door, and I did that at the Sydney Opera House, too. I, I, I say hello, and I take everybody. I'm like the usher, and I take everybody <laughs> to their seat. Yeah, and I, when I was at the Sydney Opera House, there, it, was a, it was the Utsang Room, which is this really lovely cabaret room. And the security guard said, Mary, I've never seen anybody do that in the 50 years I've been here. And it's so much fun for me because it's like, you know, I want to get to know you before I even start. So it's really uh, that's kind of, I guess it's just sort of the method of my madness. I love it. Were they shocked? <laughs> Did you have any audience member going, darling, why are you here? Why don't you go up on stage and get ready to go on? <laughs> yeah, it kind of does. Yeah, they're kind of like, what is she doing? You know, what, where is she going? She's like, you know, it's just like it's a party. Just welcome to my party and let's let's enjoy this together. And I bet people enjoy the show even more because they, they kind of met you already. It's like you're their buddy before you even open it, your mouth. Uh, 
well, that's also kind of my little trick because it's like I get they like me before we begin. So oh, <laughs> I, like, I like, do you like me? Do you like me? You know, I feel like Sally Field. But it's like uh, it's really fun. It's really fun to greet them and and yeah, get that connection before we even start. Now, now you have this 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 amazing story that you're telling. How did you choose music to fit it? Well, I I really do some of those, you know, I speak in with like the Broadway medley and it, it really is the shows that I've done and they're oh. big blockbusters. So it, it, it connects with that. And then I've had such a wonderful sort of 14 journey so far in Italy going back and forth. And it's really fun to share some of the music from there, but also just music that we all know. Um, uh, that's sort of Italian based, you know, which is really cool. Like Conte Parchiro, I think I think that who Andrea Bocelli made that that famous. So it's it's really things that everybody can connect to, with some surprises that maybe you don't know the songs, but they'll hopefully be hilarious and really fun. So you're singing in other languages as well. Yeah, I'm oh. singing in Italian, and um, I have to save the Armenian surprise. I'm not going to tell you. Hopefully, of people course. will come, and, and it's, it's 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 really yeah, but but. Um, yeah, a little bit of other languages for sure. Now, now is this is this a, a now? I know it's a one night only, but is is this like to pr- try it out to go to other clubs, to other to go on tour, or anything like that, or is this like that that one joyous moment that you're doing? Well, actually, I did it in the beginning of the year, and so this is kind of like back by popular and demand. That's what so, that means. Okay, so that's what that means because I did do it earlier in the year before I went to before I went to Australia on my three months tour and to be honest I was like well let me check this out because I'll do this at the Sydney Opera House and and I did and so now it's one more time but I have to tell you a quick little story you know when I was 17 years old and I lived in California and I was in high school this director of this documentary came to our school he was doing a documentary on the Sydney Opera House and he held auditions for the for the he was going to have a group of kids who were asking questions about the documentary well there were two speaking roles and me and my boyfriend at the time landed the role so I have footage of me talking about the Sydney Opera House when I'm 17 saying I'd love to see what it looks like on the inside and now I have footage of me living that destiny so that's going to be part of Friday night I this is brand new material that no one's seen these videos and I it's just a very short little thing but I'm so excited to share that with my audience the sort of moment of destiny of like when I'm 17 years old they said I've been thinking about the Sydney Opera House and then last July 28th I got my dream oh that's so cool that's so cool I I I, I originally thought you it was sort of like a wink when you had uh, backed by popular demand on your on your materials, I thought it meant you returning to the United States, essentially, is backed well, by popular Well, that's pretty demand. cute. Well, I love that, too. But I did do one, and it was really wonderful. And, you know, I've, I've done these through the years. I haven't had a lot of time because of, of my schedule. So, yes, it is for keeping it in the, you know, I'm, I'm also writing a book on my voice technique stuff and planning a tour for that. And so it's... <laughs> It's uh, taking it in every every venue I can. Oh, that's great! Did you always want to be a singer? Was was this you know? Th- now you're saying at 17 you already you you, you already had uh, had had the inkling. Uh, was this always, was this the dream? Are you are you living the original dream? You know, my dad, who was an incredible singer and an amazing man, he he went into the family business, which was he was a vintner. He made wine, but he had me and my three brothers around a reel to reel tape recorder 
when I was like three years old. So I have footage of me or audio of me singing with my dad. And it's like, oh, that's what I was meant to be doing. And I think my dad had a dream for me to kind of, you know, be a singer because he wasn't really able to do that with the family business. And I, I, of course, you know how you want to do it differently than your dad. So I grew up going, oh, well, maybe I like singing. We'll see. Well, once I hit college and, you know, I was like, okay, this is where I want to be. I played the flute, actually. I played the flute and I was going to be a professional. And then when I was sitting in the pit in high school, looking up at the stage at Guys and Dolls going, oh, you know what? I think I'm going to be up there and not down here. That's when it was like, okay, that's my dream. That I, that I completely understand. I played the clarinet for about two years. Did you? Yes, oh I was God. possibly the worst clarinet player you ever would <laughs> hear. I learned to play part of Onward Christian Soldiers. And, and coming from an Orthodox Jewish home, that did no good whatsoever. Uh, but but I did the same thing. I, I, I looked up I looked up uh, at the stage at the singers that were up there and whatever, and I said, no, no, I, this this is nice for someone else. And and that was uh, oh, and that was that. the end. So I I completely understand. What's uh, well, I love your voice, by the way. Your voice is so spectacular, oh. so fun to hear it in person. You know, I haven't. I haven't met you in person yet, so but to hear your voice, wow, very good. We will definitely meet in person, and you'll you'll be disappointed. Sorry. Um, what's what's next? Where where are we taking this cabaret? Where uh, where is is, uh, is is your life story set to music going? After this, what do you want to do with it? Well, you know what? I have another project on the horizon because next week I'm going to Sardinia and I'm, I'm a director of a new pop opera in Sardinia called Il Templare, which means the Templar Night. One of my most talented students, um, the most amazing voice in Italy, his name is Manuel Cossu, wrote this pop opera and um, I am now directing it and I, I wrote the book and did the new adaptation. So we're going to have our debut on November 24th. So that's on my brain right now. Oh it's going to, to Cagliari and we're going to do what we already have done. Like we've, we've been workshopping it actually. We did an amazing uh, new workshop of it and we're making some more changes and we've got the huge debut in Cagliari. So that's on my mind right now. I've got a, I've got a, in between my notes for my show, I'm just back and forth with Italy every morning, getting that on, on point. They've just launched it today, in fact, the ticket sales and everything. So I'm um, very excited about that. But, uh, See, once again, you know, yeah. I, I said, so what's new? And you said, well, I'm going to Sardinia, and I'll be doing the new pop opera. <laughs> and the music is so beautiful, you can't even believe it. They just needed help to get the story right. And so we did all this um, new adjusting, and it's so it's magnificent. So I can't wait to share that, and hopefully bring it to New York too sometime. We'll see. That's incredible. It's translated into English, you know, it's in, in Italian, of course. Now, have you recorded? Do you have do you have albums and things like that? I do. I have one album, um, and I'm going to be handing it out at my um, show as a gift on Friday. Um, it's called All I Know. It's you know I, I recorded it a while back. It's really a, a meditative album that has some beautiful covers. From all I know, by you know Garfunkel to um, um, Amazing Grace acapella, it was sort of around 9/11 time. So it's it's just a really beautiful album. I'm so proud of it because my musician friends in LA we, we put it together. So anyway, people who come on Friday, you're going to get a little gift if you'd like it too. That's absolutely gorgeous, and they get to see yet another uh, another facet of your of your very star-studded career. Oh, aren't you sweet? Um, aren't you sweet? What's, what's, uh, uh, I, I, I say this because this was said to me very recently. I, I, 
uh, I teach, and and a student of mine who was in my musical theater program, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera he to make conversation at one point, he said to me, "So, so what show haven't you done that you want to do?" So I'm I'm kind of segueing that with you. You you've been all over the world. You sing in so many different languages. You've recorded. You've done Broadway with Carol Channing of all people. You've done you've the done all, you've done cabaret. You've done the whole works. It, it, what's 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 on the bucket list so far? What's what's still on the bucket list? I would say Mama Rose and Gypsy. I think that would be. You know, I'm of the right age now, and I feel like. That would be a really fun one. Well, I was drawing the breath to say you have to wait until you're the right age, but... Uh... Well, thank you. I appreciate that. Um, you know, I mean, of course, you would say, oh, I would love, you know, Elphaba, or in my, you know, I never got to play Maria in West Side Story, all those beautiful ingenues and then those beautiful characters that are... Um, I, I love eclectic re- repertoire, so I, I literally go from opera Puccini to, to every high belt song there is in the repertoire, um, which I really simply love. And that's also the joy of doing concerts, and I love concerts with orchestra. You know, you get to, you get to really take your, your race car out on the track with an orchestra. But I guess those would be the ones. But I think, you know, to be really realistic, I mean, Mama Rose would be an amazing role to dive into. That would be really fun. Wow. Wow, that is that, that's great. Uh, I, it, it's it's one of those roles, I guess. You know, I, I I'm not surprised when uh, when someone would cite something like that. Uh, I, mm-hmm. I always hear people, I want to play King Lear, or I want to play you know Nathan Detroit. So okay, so it's 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 <laughs> it's along those lines. Um, what was it yeah. like to work with Carol Channing? If we're talking about star-studded roles, what was it like to work with her? It was incredible because at the time she was 75 years old. You know, oh, she just passed away just shy of her 98th birthday uh, last last January. And she, what was so amazing about her, what I realized is she's got that persona that's so kind of, you know, ditzy and funny and adorable. She is the most brilliant woman I probably have ever met. And I had the real thrill of understudying Florence Lacey as um, Irene Malloy, the hat the hat shop girl. Right. And I I did get a chance to go on so to be opposite Carol and it was just so thrilling and she um you know, my very first role uh, kind of breakthrough was with Les Mis. I was a swing, which meant I understudied 12 roles. So I was very good at, like, hitting my marks, you know what I mean? And I think Carol got it. She knew that I was hitting the marks of Flo Lacey, who was so brilliant in the role, and then also able to bring myself to it. And she told me that later, and it was really yeah, – I've never been honored more, you know, by a compliment from her, I have to say. So I learned so much from her just being in the room. And, you know, she never missed a performance. I mean, we were on tour for, gosh, almost two years and then came to Broadway, and she never missed a performance at 75. That's 75. It was crazy. It was crazy. But she was – she like, if you called out because you got a cold, I mean, you were embarrassed. <laughs> At 75, all I want to do is be 75. So I'm, I know, right? I, that's, <laughs> that's really amazing. She, she, her home was also on the stage. At the time, she really didn't own a home. She would come to New York, and she would stay, I think, at the Doubletree Hotel. And because her home was on stage, and I think she lived that. So, again, it was just these cool lessons of just being near her. I never took a picture with her alone because I never wanted to bother her. <laughs> I'm really regretting that now. I was one of those 
you know, I just never wanted to feel like, oh, can I, have a I just, I, I don't like doing that. And I so regret it, but she was really, I do have a poster that's signed by her. There's a joke in the, in the, the business that she didn't sign anything. Well, these particular posters she did sign. Oh, so I great. do have a real signature with a real note to me, which is really lovely. Oh, that's lovely. Um, I was going, I was drawing the breath to say, is your home on the stage? Some, mm. Something tells me it's not because of your, your, your family roots. But, but if someone were to mm. say to you, do you follow in such footsteps? Is, is your home on the stage? Because you mm. travel so much. I really do. You know, I've kind of made a conscious effort to say, okay, my home in New York, this is my home. This is my home base. I do have a place in Rome that that I share actually which is perfect and so I, I have a place there I my family is in Northern California most of them are in San Francisco one brother's in LA I grew up in the San Francisco Bay Area so um but yeah I I, I have to say I feel at home on a stage it's a place that I feel like I can really share everything um and the way I've and, and and that way it's been really fun to do my own shows and you know when we do Broadway shows or any regional show for that matter you're on the stage eight shows a week I mean it, it's not glamorous you know people who think that this is oh you show people you just get up there and do it it's really a process and it's a it's a craft and um, and it takes a lot of energy so uh, but I have to say I feel at home on stage but I I try to be very rooted you know as much as I can. In, in, in New York. I, I understand. I, I lived in Manhattan for a very short while, and, and I never felt like I went home. I would, I would go from, from, from my home to wherever I had to be, back to my home, and it, it, was, it was like I was almost a pit stop. It's like I almost used I it really just, to, just to wash yeah. my face. Uh, yeah. I, I kind yeah, of feel I, better. I live in Brooklyn, and I kind of feel better living outside of Manhattan. So it's almost like I, I love it. It's wonderful. Let me escape. I tell you, it's an energy, like I said, I think it's always served me, but my it, those, my students who know me, because I do have my studio here as well, I, it denned out. I mean, I have crystals, and you know, I mean, when you come into my home, it's another energy, you're, you're taken to a, hopefully an oasis, but I think what you're talking about, I, I, it's crossing my mind, you know? It's crossing my mind because after being in Australia, just with Wi-Fi alone, okay, this sounds sort of crazy, but you know how you can feel the Wi-Fi in New York City. In, in Australia, you're just out in the country, and it's just gorgeous. So there's something to be said for being outside of the Mecca. Good point. Really good mm -hmm. point. Okay, mm -hmm. tell our listeners uh, where to go on Friday. So the Triad Theater is on the Upper West Side. It's on West 72nd Street. The number is 158 West 72nd. It's between Broadway and Columbus. And you go upstairs. You can see the theater upstairs. Of course, you can go buy tickets on triadnyc.com. If for some reason you can't make it, just come. Just come. They're only $25.00. With, you know, you get two drinks and come relax. I'll meet you at the door. The doors <laughs> open at 6.30, and we start at 7. It's like a 90-minute show, no, no, no pause and intermission, and we'll just um, have a glass. I like to say it's like an evening of song and camaraderie, you know, because we are kind of hanging together and, and just going through the journey of, of, of lots of emotions and lots of fun. That's absolutely wonderful. Now, now you're in it's historic Palsons. Uh, uh, triad used to be Palsons. 
and Forbidden That's Broadway right. was there, and it's it's, it's right. quite the historic club that you've chosen. It, it really is, and I've been in New York for over 30 years, so I know all that, and I've been there. And Peter Martin, the amazing owner, is just such a doll, and um, so we've been pals for a while, so it's really it's really nice to go back home to the triad. That is terrific. Well, well, may you greet everyone at the door, and may you run out of chairs before you run out of audience. <laughs> and I appreciate that. Well, please tell the listeners, come on down. I can't wait to meet you. Indeed. Really, really. It's going to be a great night. I will scream it from the highest rafter that, that they need to show up and have an absolute blast. And then they need to wait patiently until you return from Sardinia with, with, your, with your next I project. Yes, I'll be back in January for sure. I'm going to be a little still for a couple months, I think. So I, I'll be back here. But I would yeah, imagine. To it it yes. is a pleasure you, speaking Jay. to you, and I I look forward to hearing all good things from you. So appreciated. Thank you so much. Thank you. Ciao. Ciao. Mary was a great pleasure to speak with, and here's to a stunning night in cabaret. Now, don't stop listening, gang. Part two is uploading even as we speak. Mary Elizabeth McCary has a lot to say and offers a lot to learn. So let's escort out Mary Sedrakian to the original cabaret. Welcome and bienvenue. Welcome. Fremde, étranger, stranger. Glücklich zu sehen, just wie's enchanté. Happy to see you, bleibe rest is stay. Welcome and bienvenue. Welcome im Cabaret, au Cabaret, to Cabaret. Meine Damen und Herren, Mesdames et Messieurs, Ladies and Gentlemen, comment ça va? Do you feel good? Ich bin euer Konferencier. I am your host und sage Welcome and Bienvenue. Welcome im Cabaret, au Cabaret, to Cabaret. Leave your troubles outside. So, life is disappointing. Forget it. In here, life is beautiful. The girls are beautiful. Even the orchestra is beautiful.
a battle to keep the girls from taking off all their clothing. So, don't go away. Who knows? Tonight we may lose the battle. Ja. 